0: Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, welcome back once again to the corner of truth and courage. I've got a couple of things I want to talk to you about here today. Uh, we're going to get into what's going on in Los Angeles as Californian State in Los Angeles counties trying to keep Grace Community Church from worshiping. You know they're throwing a new curve at them simply because they're invoking their constitutional rights to gather for worship. I mean, yeah, we're we're concerned about the health of our nation, but we're also concerned about the spiritual health of our nation. And our governors ought to be concerned about that. We'll talk about that here in a moment. But I also want to get into why I call the left. I have a new term for them. In my new term is mythomaniacs, mythomaniacs, a new term I came across here today, and I think it well describes the left. All right, well, let's get into that in a moment. First, let's get back to the story. Uh, there in Los Angeles, a John MacArthur's Church, Grace Community Church, is taking a stand, a constitutional stand, saying uh, we need to look after the spiritual health of, of our people, of our nation. We have a constitutional right as a church to worship. And uh, they're saying not only can you not do that, you can't sing, which is a violation of the Bible. In Psalms, the Bible very clearly tells us that we are to meet and to sing to God, to give worship to God in voice through singing. And f- for them to say you can't do that is a direct violation of, of our rights to freely worship here. And the government's in big trouble here to try to block churches from doing that. Well, here's a new thing that they've thrown at Grace Community Church. They lease from the Los Angeles County Department of Public Works. They lease a very large parking lot where most of the parking for the people of the church use to worship to go to worship. They've been now given a 30-day notice to vacate that parking lot. The church has been paying and renting it. They've been leasing this for 45 years. 45 years. And they're paying eight over $8,000 a month to use that parking lot. So now basically the city's going to lose that money. They are trying everything they can to try to stop churches from worshiping and they want to use John MacArthur's church as a um, as an example. So we're going to keep our eye on that. All right let's get back into this um, why I'm calling the left mythomaniacs mythomaniacs I guess the word myth the in the pretext of that there myths people given to myths to lies, to stories. And they're maniacs, you know, they're given to it and they can't, can't help themselves. They have a compulsive disorder. Where do I get this term? Well, it's a new term for those who have a problem with lying. They have an obsessive, compulsive nature, tendency to lie. Or pathologically, they they lie. And this is the new term, mythomaniacs. Well, I believe this very well describes what I see Going on in the political world, especially from the left. I'm sorry. Um, now I know I understand, and and you may be out there saying, "Well, I, you know, I, I side with the left, and I think that the right is telling lies and 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 all that." And I, and I know from the viewpoint where you come from, you're going to see your side and that side in a different light. I get it. I get it. And yeah, can I be guilty of that? Absolutely. But I've also got to say, folks, that as I watch the news, as I hear evidence being given, for example, let's go back to the impeachment trial of President Trump. I listened to a lot of that. And, and I got to say, <laughs> the evidence that was brought out against President Trump uh, was weak, very, very weak. I'm surprised it even made it. Out of the house and actually turned to the uh, Senate, but of course they controlled the House. the The liberals do, the left does, and so they got it through into the Senate. And I believed it was going to be dead on arrival, but they had to go through the emotion, the emotions of of, uh, of a fair trial. And it was clear, clear people voted basically not on the evidence; they voted on what you know how they felt about Trump. And that was very clear to me, and 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 I think that a fair-minded, observing individual that's trying to listen to the evidence can't help but come to that conclusion. And I've been listening, and I listen to both sides. I listen sometimes to the less media, and uh, and hear what they have to say about a story, and I'll li- listen to the right, the media to to the right, and. And listen to their side. And of course, I'm drawn more to that way because I am a conservative. I understand that. But um, let let, let me read to you what Spurgeon, Charles Haddon Spurgeon said this over a hundred years ago. And I think there's so much truth to this. He that perverts truth shall soon be incapable of knowing the truth from the false. If you persist in wearing glasses that distort everything that if you wear glasses that distort, everything will be distorted to you. Now, let me read this again because there's, there's a lot of meat in this and it's helpful if you if you get this. He that perverts the truth shall soon be incapable of knowing the truth from the false. If you persist in wearing glasses that distort, everything will be distorted to you. And I believe that's what's going on with the left and how they see Trump. They have begun, I mean, they from the get-go, they hated him. And everything they see is going to be seen through the eyes, through a distorted pair of glasses that is filled with hate, filled with disgust. They can't stand him. and They hate him. They can't possibly even see any good that he has done. They've been so overwhelmed with their bitterness. There's so much that to psychoanalyze this and to bring the spiritual context to this, it's just they they are a classic example of a bittered, embittered person, and they can't see anything. They're so filled with wrath and hate, and they're blinded literally blinded and can't see anything else. And so everything, they're just mythomaniacs. Now, of course, everything is Trump's fault, right? Now, remember, they did this with Bush. They do this with just about any political leader that sides against them and de- and destroys or, or stops the progress that they had been making and undoes that. Um you know, then it's 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 the conservatives' fault. It's the right side, the extreme right. It's their fault. You know, Trump's being blamed for everything going on in government, and he's only been in government for about three-plus years, not even four full years yet. But everything's his fault. The reason why America's in trouble, it's Trump's fault. And again, they did this with the leaders before them. Portland. I mean, the riots going on in Portland and all that stuff there. Now it's his fault. It's Trump's fault. 90 days, continuous riots, two deaths now. Um, and it's Trump's fault. And all they, they are f- so filled with lies that they want to believe to be true, that they hear, and they don't even really care if it's really true or not. If they hear it and it's bad against Trump, they're going to say it and believe it and it don't matter and don't don't, don't uh, I don't need to prove it they don't they don't need proof all they need to do is hear it and say it and that's all that's enough because they're so blinded here's what the bible says proverbs 19 verse 9 a false witness shall not be unpunished and he that speaketh lies shall perish they're so wrapped up in the lies that they hear and they keep you know, putting out and, and 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 they hear well. Trump's telling lies, and so the, so they keep throwing back and forth. Well, they're the liars. No, they're the liars. Revelation twenty one verse eight says, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Second Peter three verse five speaks about this concept of being willingly ignorant, being willingly willingly ignorant. And I think that's exactly what Spurgeon was saying, that when you put on these glasses that, are dis- that distort things, everything you see now is distorted. And they willingly are ignorant to the truth. They don't want to see it. They don't want to know it. And they, and they become incapable of knowing the difference between truth and false. Mythomania, mythomaniacs. Um, Let me read another passage of Scripture that I think will help shed some light. You see, folks, people who are saved, we become spiritual creatures. We, We have the ability to have spiritual discernment. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is in us. But without the Spirit, then all we have is the flesh to guide us, our flesh, which is... And it's unregenerated, it's fallen in its nature, it's sinful. And in Galatians chapter five, verse nineteen, gives us a list of the fruit of what the flesh produces. It says now the works of the flesh are manifest, are made known, made alive, which are these. And here here's this long list: adultery. Why? You know, well, adultery, that's sinful. That's a, a, a breaking of God's law between ma- a man and a wife, and sex outside of, uh, of that uh, union is adultery. Well, that's the work of the flesh. Fornication, that's for those who are, who are not married, but having sexual sin, and it's, a, again, breaking God's law. This is the work of the flesh. Uncleanness. Then there's a word that we don't use very much, lasciviousness. Lasciviousness, basically filthy, cruel, violence. Um, uh, then he goes on, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance. There's another word we don't use very often, but basically it's to quarrel or to wrangle contentiousness. Uh, uh, Then he goes on, emulations, which means malice or indignation. And then there's four more uh, in this uh, verse. Wrath strife, seditions, heresies. These are the works of the flesh. And then verse number 21, envyings, murderers, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. Revelings, you know what that word is? Riots. Rioting. And what what do we see going on? When you're filled with so much hate and wrath and you're filled with the flesh, and that's all you have. And your anger comes out and your indignation. And we see why they live and why they do what they do. And it's, it's certainly they're not going to blame themselves. It's got to be someone else's fault. It's their fault. It's the other side's fault for why we're doing what we're doing. No, they're doing it because they're creatures of sin. And they need a Savior. They need Jesus. Oh, how our nation needs the gospel folks, we need to stand up. We need to be leaders. We need to not just have truth, but have the courage to speak it. And I encourage you to join us again tomorrow as we talk more about matters like this at the corner of truth and courage. God bless you.